0: Good morning fellow Gunners and welcome to another Totally Arsenal podcast. I'm your host Mone from sunny Germany, finally, and Aiden down in South Africa.
1: How's it, guys? It's starting to get to our uh, autumn and winter over here. So we're starting to have temperature drops, unlike Dubai where Arsenal was.
0: Yeah, Arsenal did uh, it was like a, something like what you would call an impromptu in-season uh, summer training training camp in Dubai. Uh, We ended up taking on the local side there, Al Nasser. Um, I'm not going to go too much in detail, just touching on certain pointers in the game, like Aiden and I will discuss some some of it. Um, The game we won, actually, 3-2 against the home side. I mean, it was quite a tough game because Arsenal seemingly, like with with the whole training camp, it was already, you know, from the word go, it was already in the heat. So I think with all that draining training sessions that they were doing, because I mean, look, it was also high-tempo stuff by Una Emery, And then into the game also on match day, it was also, you know, it almost like a very steamy, quite warm uh, Dubai. So it took also a lot out of the players. So, you know, it was like not too much could have also been expected from the players, for, like, physical-wise. Um, goals by Carl Jenkinson, uh, a fantastic goal by Lacazette, and uh, young satire's John Jules seeing off the... UAE outfit. Um I must add some of the comments of Arsenal fans uh, during the game uh, was quite you know dodgy or ridiculous I should say because it's already a patch team that Una Emre had to put um you know out because it was a team based on um a handful of first teamers that weren't on international duty, um academy players and young other uh, youth team players also. There's quite a of the youth team also along on the tour. And I mean, the sort of flack that they were getting. I mean, like, uh, the comments I read was like, there was one person that said, you know, like, uh, that Zach Medley is not good enough, and this one is not good. And I'm thinking, there's another, almost like a second or third outing for them, you know, really with the big boys, like, or part of the big boys. Because other than that, they were, uh, like, people like Zach Medley and them, and, and uh, some of the other youngsters, they were almost like, uh, kind of mentoring the younger ones than them because I mean there were even younger players on the tour as well like 17 16 and so I just think sometimes Arsenal fans need to also put in perspective planning and stuff like because I mean look this tour <coughs> excuse me this tour was not not meant to be you know we're gonna win it all type of thing it was just like a little friendly I mean I'm sure most of you that do play football and stuff have taken part in these little you know minor events and you know it's just for a kick about and and giving some fitness and tactics in.
1: I think people forget, you know, like they said, Zach Medley's not good enough, whatever. But if if you look at Hector Ballard, and remember how he came against a a Dortmund side, I think a lot of people probably thought his career at Arsenal was finished or he's not good enough for the first team. And you look at how he's progressed now from that statement. So sometimes people have like a knee-jerk reaction with something very minor. And I mean, like you said, it was a small... To or just to get people fitness, get people yeah. jolly with each other and stuff like that and now people are like you know criticizing you know looking at the positives that this brings for the team
0: yeah true and, and yeah. Like, can you tell me any standout performers you know from this this game um one thing that for me so that i really really surprised me was dennis Suarez's number one starting and when you saw him that I mean, look, I don't know if it's now the, the fact that he's starting or the fact that Emery's now got now some more confidence in him. But, I mean, he was almost like calling the shots in the game because, look, most of the, the the real attacking or senior midfielders, I mean, look, look, we had people like Urzel there. And that. But, I mean, look, Mkhitaryan and, and Iwobi are always, you know, kind of stealing the limelight in that position. And seeing him actually playing more as a winger, not where Emery was doing, shifting him in, in midfield, uh, like central midfield, he actually looked more of a danger because I mean he was you know uh, I mean of course it's just El Nasser that, uh, that we played, but I mean he was like a menace left flank, right flank, and I mean when you wanted to do it well, he could now you know dart through the middle, and I mean he actually was the one that created Jenkinson's goals with one of that Fàbregas like passes that way. To, he split the whole defense with one little pass.
1: I think maybe that's good do his confidence and good. I mean any footballer, whether you are amateur. Or professional, just need that bit of confidence, and you know, you can get some momentum built. So, hopefully, you know, he gets a few chances now till the end of the season, and maybe we can integrate him into our squad.
0: Yeah, and you know, something also I want to add. Um, Emery was also mentioned, I think, yesterday or the day before that uh, Suarez has now proved to him that he is now ready to start again, and that's why there are <clears throat> huge, I don't want to say, question mark, but a huge, uh, you know, were they actually tipping now that he could even start on 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 Monday night against Newcastle? So, you know, let's see. Because I think he's more as you were describing Mkhitaryan earlier on in the season, where you said like, you know, he's a confidence player. So, if he gets you know praise from the manager, you know, he's probably just going to kick it on to the next level and the next level like that. So, who knows? Maybe this is the kickstart that he now needed. You know, even if it's a, a, a you know a little training camp that he got now some confidence in him. But I think this could now bode well for him.
1: I think a yogurt club did something similar with Fabinho the season, you know, where I know they started at different times, but um, Fabinho came in the summer or in like the, the um, transfer um, summer transfer window for yeah. Liverpool and Club never played him till quite late in the season. So maybe it was something similar where they where he also Club also said specifically that Fabinho wasn't ready for the Premier League and you know now it's taking it by storm. And maybe Dennis Suarez, I'm not saying he's going to shoot the lights out, but, you know, maybe he could play a big part with the remaining games left this season.
0: And um, another player also want to give props to. I mean, of course, look, (coughs) you're going to normally get, because look, people like them, they were all playing in that level that we know they can play. But I mean, one person I wanted to also add to the Suarez thing was, Carl Jenkinson, because, I mean, he was like somebody, you know, doing his utmost to, it was like, show Una Emery, look, I'm still here. You know, you can still call upon me when, you know, needed Because, I mean, uh, sometimes you get people, I mean, if you just think back, I mean, I don't even you remember that player, uh, that Bogada guy of Chelsea, where, you know, he was at the club, they couldn't really get rid of him. So it's not like they had to keep him around. And he just... Almost like letting himself go like you know physically and that and just did not care you would pitch up for training and whatever but not care almost like just winding the contract down but uh, you know just taking the cash whereas you have somebody like jenkinson who's showing now look look is not really he's like let's be like, honest now look, he's not really gonna be in emery's plans i don't know well, what the outlook is you know in the summer and that but i mean that's one like he's showing him look i still have maybe something to offer you know with us Chase to the top four. So, you know, let's see how this now also pans out with regards to Jenkinson now.
1: I mean, you can you can use a player like that. You know, it's a player that wants to play. He wants to be at the club. He wants to, like, try his best because he, he's a poor Arsenal fan. Yeah. So, I think, you know, we can maybe use that to advantage, you know, in games where you need someone to get stuck in and, you know, put, put in. And I think that Jenkinson has done fairly well in the games he was called upon as well.
0: And um, with regards to the youngsters that caught my eye, was really that goal scorer, that Chinese uh, John Jules. Because, I mean, I heard of him before in, in certain youth games and when he got drafted into like the academy side. But he is that, that sort of... Um, look, I don't want to make straight comparisons, but I'm just trying to think of which play he kind of reminds me of like when you're watching play. And he reminds me really of uh, like a uh, Ian Wright type of play. I'm not saying, please don't quote me on this. I'm saying... <laughs> The next year, right? I'm not saying that, but like in playing style, it really reminds me of Ian, right? Because he, the way he was harassing that, that the defenders, it was almost like you know, when a mosquito annoys you and you're trying to push him away the whole time. Now, that is what he was doing. because every time on each of the defenders' ankles when they were trying to, you know, get some almost like breathing space to pass or knock the ball about at the back, he made it relentless. And I mean, that also led to the easy goal where he caught the defender on the ball was yesterday like bumped him off the ball like, for inf- like a fair challenge and you know they rounded the goalkeeper and with two players on the goal line he just coolly slotted past both of them on the he goal was, line. And
1: he was very composed that finish I saw that <laughs> finish and and I was like you know I first I didn't see the because I saw it as a highlight so I didn't really see who it was initially but I thought it was you know a top like you know one of the first the regular first teamers, and then I saw who it was I was like wow it's actually a lot of composure To still do all that stuff and then slot it in the back of the net.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure even uh, someone like (laughs) a would have had a a rush of blood to the end. It was like so simple, you know, to dance around the keeper, and then the open goal or just about open goal with two on the uh, just about in front of the goal line, and you still, you know, because you can actually see that the exact point where he composes himself to say, "Okay, I'm not going to just wildly shoot; I'm going to place this ball."
1: And that sure would do some good confidence to him, you know, maybe. Slowly but surely, he starts you know, finding his way into the first team, if not now, but in the yeah. pre-season.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you think of it, Emery is not someone that's going to shy away of protecting somebody. If he sees, sees you mature enough to be thrown into first team or even on a like permanent basis in the academy side, then I mean, you will probably do it. So, um, yeah, I'll draw a line on that. Uh, we switch our attention now to the game against Newcastle on Monday night. Um, some little stats that I just jotted down. Arsenal won the last six home games in the Premier League versus Newcastle. Uh Arsenal won all six home games of twenty nineteen. So that also kinda kind of, kind of bolts well. I mean, look, we also know what what's gonna be expected now, you know, come with coming up against Rafa Benito. So
1: Yeah, they, they, they seem to be upsetting a lot of the, the teams and upsetting their rhythm the way they play. Very defensive and eat your side, so Arsenal needs to be wary not to get eaten the counter as well. But off, uh...
0: I mean, of course, with it being also slow um, footballing week, like with the international break and that, um, sports journalists were almost like seemingly trying to get not only Arsenal fans, but other fans also wound up somewhat with regards to injuries and, you know, almost like at times blowing things out of proportion because <clears throat> Ramsey was sent home by gigs. Uh, from the national Welsh national side because I think he had some legal but so they thought they're not gonna risk it. Um so he was now sent almost like about a week early home as well so he could now recoup at, at the uh, at Arsenal. Um Nacho Mondial then stayed behind he did not go on the tour to Dubai because he had some tightness in his calf and they rather thought they'd have him you know treated rather in London than take him along there and almost like not really make use of him in there. With, uh, with regards to training, phys- actual physical training or the match. Um, other news also, Granit uh he gets assist, I think, tomorrow sometime. And then they will decide then tomorrow, if he is now also part of the party to play um, Newcastle Monday night. But, I mean, Ramsey and Nacho already got clean bullet so they available for Monday
1: night. I was... Uh, doing our, our opposition, I'm just worried about Salomon Rondon hope uh, he doesn't uh, bully our defence
0: on uh, Monday. Yeah, because I mean, I actually jotted down some pointers with regards to our opponents as well, because Rondon has, I think, he's something like nine goals and five assists, so it means, you know, he does put his body about in the penalty area, because, I mean, if he's normally somebody that does that, knockdowns and, you know, scrambles and finishes those little scraps that's in the box, um, other players, like two players that also stand out for Newcastle this season is uh, Fabian Scher. Yes, 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 I think his he's stats are something like 7.2 this season, like average uh, rating. So, I mean, he's been like a like, clear, Mr. Consistent. I mean, I know their position is also a bit, you know, a bit weary. But uh, that said, he's a bit of a, uh, you know, almost like, the, the, almost like a lone uh, savior for them at the moment at the back uh second player that also that's normally a thorn in our side as well as uh at matt Ritchie. um as somebody you know very physical in midfield he's gonna put himself about so you know i think somebody like Zaka or even torreira or if it's windows as well they're gonna be up for probably gonna have to be ready for a scrap because he's somebody that puts his foot in like physically in that. and uh, another danger of his is that dead balls of his because from corners to free kicks, he's somebody can put it on a on a, as I say on a on the five pins, some something, something like that. That's how accurate he is with his free kicks, and so you know somebody to watch out for. And he's almost like somebody will also you know hang the ball under the crossbar so that all the physical players can bombard the goalkeeper. So you know watch out for him.
1: Uh, I think Arsenal. Well, though, have it in the Arsenal. No pun intended to take. The game and take the three points. I mean, we're gonna have to because you know it's a, a start of an important a important set of fixtures coming up. So you know, hopefully we can kind of make easy work of it and and move on from there.
0: Yeah. So I mean, not really that much to go on here. Um, I will not just uh, mention to especially to our American Arsenal fans um, or listeners, I should say uh, about the upcoming. Preseason games, I mean, especially if probably in your area, you probably would want to go with that international uh, trophy, Champions Trophy is coming up again in, in July. Um, and then after that, Aiden will go on about with regard to our, our next fixtures in the uh, top four running. Um, with regard to the preseason tour, on July 17th, Arsenal play Bayern Munich in the Dignity Health Bar- Sports Park in Los Angeles. On July the 20th, they play AS Roma. In the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. And on July 23rd, they play Real Madrid at the FedEx Field in Washington, D.C. So that's the so far announced, you know, for the U.S. tour.
1: Uh, I uh, I think uh, maybe to book a ticket then to go finally catch an Arsenal game in the U.S., go see (laughs) the U.S. and get the Arsenal game would sound good in the summer. let me go into the remaining fixtures that we have. Um, I'm going to speak about us. I'm going to and then I'm going to go into our competitors as well for the top four spot. Speaking about the European journeys we have as well, and um, you know the league fixtures as well. So Arsenal, I'll just go about five games or six games in. We play Newcastle. We go away to Goodison Park, which will be a very tricky fixture. We go to Napoli, Watford. Napoli again, Crystal Palace and Wolves. So I just wonder before we go into the other teams, you know, where do you see a stumping block stumbling block happen for Arsenal? And you know, what would you prioritize if you, you know, Una Emre?
0: I mean, at the moment, look, I think when we were under the Wenger, it was either or. And I think now with, with some like Una Emre, he wants everything. So I mean. That mindset, I think that is something I'm also uh, at the moment going for. I mean, of course, it's going to be tough. Look, it's not going to be child's play. But that said, uh, you know, it's also going to do with not only keeping the side physically, you know, on point, but it's also going to be a mental thing. So if we keep on winning, you know, it can only bode well for us if we, not like, as I said, keeping the team fit, but also winning, winning, winning like that, because it's going to make things so tough because it's gonna to come to a point where we can also look the, we're gonna almost like now have to sit and wait to see what the other results play out now this weekend with us only playing on the monday but it's gonna also be you know it like flip side again where we're gonna play say on a saturday again and then we gonna if we can get say advantage on monday night already and then uh, uh you know go into the game against Everton, I think, what was it, on Sunday? Next yes, Sunday? yes, next Sunday. And, and
1: that I think that's one of my stumbling blocks, actually, I'm looking up. Is Everton away, Watford away, and Wolves away? I think those teams, for any other side, will be a tricky tie. And, I mean, if we can pick up points at Everton and Wolves, I think Arsenal stand a very good chance of the top four because United go to Wolves on Tuesday night. And if Arsenal can already stretch a gap, And United slip up against Wolves. Mm. I see us maybe taking top four because United have um, Watford today, Wolves on Tuesday, Barcelona the following week, West Ham, Barcelona and Everton. So they kind of have a a similar running as us but I mean would you want to go play Everton after going to the Camp Nou and probably having to play your legs off to try to you know salvage of going through to the semi-final of the Champions League which could also play a big part for mm-hmm. us going to the top four. Um, then I just want to go into Chelsea's remaining fixtures. They play Cardiff, which is most likely going to be easy three points, With following with Brighton, West Ham, Slavia Prague, Liverpool, and then Slavia Prague again. And then they shortly after that, um, Burnley and Man United. So Man United and Chelsea will take points off each other. And I'm Mm. sure Liverpool's at the the stage in their season where they will go gung-ho against Chelsea. So I, I do feel Arsenal are in the driving seat at the moment for the top four. And the likes of Spurs still having to play Liverpool this weekend. We could see us leapfrog them and go into third place. So come Monday night, Arsenal could be sitting third in the table.
0: Because I like my take on 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 you know there are no fixtures like you know whether it's us or the others. <clears throat> for me, the, the the thing is, look, Spurs. Or if you, if you take the level of football that you see played in the Champions League and the in the Champions League, yeah, Premier League and Champions League, it's like you have to play your best eleven for maximum time. And I mean, you, you can make it a little bit of a tweak, but for the majority, you're gonna have to play the. Strongest squad. Whereas Arsenal are in, a, in a situation now where we've got now it was like a decent bench. We've got a decent first eleven. So you can almost like take three or four out of that, that of a weekend of a like a week are yeah, a weekend team and 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 rotate for the the uh, m- midweek the Thursday night uh, Europa League game. And then by the time you come now the Sunday again when we have to play the game. You can again almost like make again drastic changes where, because look, it's already like a well oiled machine. So, you know, it's not like you're missing too much because you have to see that performance growing even from one game to the other, you know, with with us. So I just think the squad size is going to also be vital because the longer we can, you know, keep players fresh and that, and and when you see the sort of running that, you know that you mentioned now that City, uh, sorry not City, uh, Chelsea, Le- uh, Man United, and and Tottenham. Have, uh, something's gonna have to give with all three of them. Because okay, Chelsea, you know they can maybe handle Europa League and yes,
1: and, yes, yes, yes.
0: But I mean, you also don't know. Like, like you saw that sort of performance Everton did against them, and they had no real answer to it. And then the manager again threw the towel with him there, and then you know it's like he loves them again, and then he hates them again. You know so. You can't figure them out <laughs> at the moment, but I think with Tottenham, their biggest worry is, uh, people like Kane Son, uh, Ericsson, Dyer, um, yeah, not actually Dyer because I think they can't cope now, it. but I mean, the Ali, Delhi, Ali, if that any of that four get injured or whatever, they are screwed. That's why I mean, no hiding about that now. And with regard to United, I think with them, is also sometimes you, uh, I think they can also get now a batch of players now back. But it's also a case of Solskjaer is going to be pushed again uh, to a point of, is he going to push players that are in that, that red zone already? Because I think they're coming back, but I don't think they are fully, fully fit. And I think with with them now putting, you know, having a foot in the Premier League, having a foot in the Champions League, I think that's also going to stretch them, really. Whereas yeah. with us, eventually, we can see, you know, going into that final, say, in a mid, a, mid to end April, and then, of course, May, then we can actually see. Do we now do that sacrifice thing where we go? Okay, we're gonna go just for this or go just. For but I, I, my personal take is, go for that Premier League because I mean the the the, the cashing center for me in the Premier League is gonna be way more way higher than just the Europa League. And then, I mean, of course, you're gonna hit the money for say winning the Europa League, but I mean just to be in the Champions League with a, via the top four, even it's gonna be a hell, hell of a cash cow.
1: Uh, i think we should do both europa league and top four and and for me the the thing is um tottenham have to play city in um three times almost in the space of a week because they almost did like with Arsenal last season with the Carabao Cup where they kind of playing them the, in the Champions League and then they played them the weekend again. So it's like they're getting City almost three times and I mean, you don't want to be playing City three times at all because they're going to make you run and you're going to have to close down and it will kind of tires you out and you're supposed to get knocked out of the Champions League. Morale becomes low and they lose again on the weekend against City. Your, your morale drops even more so... It comes to that, and Arsenal also, uh, for me, Wolves is a very going to be a top four kingmaker team because they seem to be taking results everywhere. And where Arsenal might get them is when, if Wolves should progress to the FA Cup final or you know, because the, the semi final is somewhere soon, they might start prioritizing a trophy because they're safe in the Premier League at the moment. so you know, they might be switched off in the Premier League. So it's all of those little things involved for that top four challenge. I
0: mean, I've not just had a look now at Everton's last four home games. It's, um, the last game that they won was at home against Chelsea, they won 2-0. The few weeks before that, they drew against Everton, uh, sorry, Everton drew against Liverpool, no 0 And then they had two back-to-back defeats at home. I mean, one against Wolves, 1-3. And Everton, Man City, 0-2. So, you know, they're also very erratic at home. So, you know, you we know what we're gonna get. We need
1: to. Yeah, uh, So, it's it's going to be tough. But, you know, the way we've been playing now, if you had to tell me in that midpoint in our season, just after the new year, I would have said, ah, I don't know. But if Arsenal can keep up this momentum, you know, bring it on. And hopefully, you know, we can go both ways to Europa League and top four.
0: Yeah, because I mean, it, it make 'cause I just think in like with regards to mindset, if you're gonna start going, oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, almost like go at, at twenty, thirty percent in games, it's gonna like backfire on us the way. It used to backfire on us in the in, the, you know, when we used to uh, fall away in March and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that.
0: So is there anything else you want to mention? No, three no, no I, I think that's that's it from from I side eh. Yeah, so I would also wish you guys a fantastic weekend. I hope the weather's great wherever you are. Enjoy it. Uh I hope we get three points the we on, on Monday night. Come on, you guys.
1: Let's go, Arsenal.